Um, share option is also covered by IFRS 2, share-based payment. And for those of you who are doing corporate reporting, IFRS 2 is one of the fundamental standards that you need to know about when it comes to uh, the examination. So share options, share options. Like I told you in the introduction, uh, it's usually be uh, either uh, an entity undertakes a service or receives a service and the entity is going to pay that in shares. Okay, so we have equity settled transactions. Equity settled transactions. Now, you don't have to know this in the context of IAS 33. I just want to explain what the whole idea is about. So equity settled transactions simply means that, for instance, we bought an asset. The asset is $10 million. Now, instead of giving the company we bought the asset from a cash or a check of $10 million, we will give them shares in our company. That is a share option available. Available. Then there is another uh, issue there that we call um, cash settled based on fair value of equity shares. Here, what is happening is that we will give you cash though, but the money we will give you will be based on the fair value of the shares of the company. In the first scenario, equity settled, we bought the asset, we won't give you money. We will give you shares in the company. In the second scenario, cash settled based on the fair value, we will give you cash though, but the money we will give you will be dependent on the equity shares of our, of our company. So technically, this one, you don't get shares, but you get money. So this will be out in the context of earning spare share. Then the third scenario is where we've, uh, we've received a service and we are paying in terms of equity. And so that could be an incentive to our employees. For instance, share options are a great way to keep our employees generally in that regard. So for instance, we will say that, okay, if the employee is able to work for the company for, say, a number of years, okay, be in the employment of the company for a number of years, or help the company to achieve a specific valuation level, Maybe we want to be a Fortune 500 company. Uh, we want to be uh, maybe a, a trillion dollar company or we want to be a billion dollar company. Help us to achieve that. Or uh, sale of a sp uh, specific number of units of the product. Specific number of units. Then you will be able to buy shares in the company at a certain fixed price at the date that the announcement was made. And if you are a follower of, you know, Elon Musk and what he does, he takes a lot of share options because that's how he gets paid generally at the end of the day. So shareholders give him those targets. Okay, we want to be a Fortune 500 company. You achieve it, 
you get the share option. We want to be a trillion dollar company. You achieve it, you get this. We want to be, uh, we want to sell a certain number of units of the Tesla vehicles. If you achieve that, you get this. These are the concepts of share options. Like I said, this is covered in IFRS 2. For financial reporting students, you don't necessarily have to understand this, but I want to give you the premise of why it is coming on board. So just like what we did, we are going to assume that these share options are exercised. So that is the only assumption that we're going to be having here, that the share options are exercised at the beginning of the year. So if the share options are exercised at the beginning of the year, it means the number of shares of the company will go up. Will they exercise? We don't know. Would they meet the criteria? We don't know. But we are assuming that as far as we have made the announcement, it is likely to be exercised. All right? So the assumption here is that the share options are exercised share options are exercised at the beginning of the year. Let's put it this way, at the start of the year. Okay, they are exercised at the start of the year. That is the assumption. Please note, share options have no P&L implications, so there is no adjustment to the you know, uh, earnings per share here. So what is going to happen is that when we are dealing with a share option, this is how we go. A diluted earnings per share will be equal to our profits of the tax or parties, if you want to, not to be adjusted. So we will use whatever is given to us in the question. Then we we'll divide that by the weighted average number of equity shares, definitely to be calculated. <laughs> As always, that will be calculated. That will be calculated. So when there is share option, how do we calculate the weighted average number of equity shares? We follow three steps. So calculating the wins. Now, because here, what's happening is that, like I explained, work for the company for five years. If you do, you'll be able to buy shares at $10 per share. So maybe we are in 2022, generally, and then we are saying that work for the company for five years. Now, after five years, probably the share price is now $75. But you will buy it at $10 and sell it at $75, and that is your profit or gain for working for us for five years. I hope you are getting the idea. That is the profit or gain for working for us for five years. So you realize that we are discounting the shares for you. And literally, the company is losing something at the end of the day. So the first thing we do is to calculate what we call percentage of dilution. We calculate the percentage of dilution. Now, the percentage of dilution is going to be equal to, very simply, the share price given to us, then 
the exercise price, how much uh, they are going to be paying, you divide that by the share price times 100. So our answer will be in X percent. That's the first thing, the percentage of dilution. So in the context of my scenario here, the excise price is $10 per share. Then the current share price could be $75 or whatever. It's just an illustration. We'll take a question right now, you will see. Once you do that, number two, we need to calculate the number of shares in the option. We calculate the number of shares in share option. How do we do that? Very simple. The number of shares in the option is simply going to be the percentage of dilution, which you calculated in stage one, multiplied by the share option. Once you have that, you can now calculate your weighted average number of equity shares, which is going to be your outstanding shares plus the number of shares in the option from step two. From step two. So these are the three steps we go through in the calculation of the weighted average number of equity shares when we are dealing with share options.